0: This program is financially supported by the fundings from the European Commission.
1: You are listening to the EPU AccessCast, the first official podcast from European Blind Union about assistive technology for blind and partially sighted people. And here are the hosts. Welcome to the new EBU Access Cast. Happy New Year and uh, Happy <laughs> Holidays from all of us.
2: Hello. Yeah.
1: Hello. Hello. We have uh, our team assembled and with some new people joined. My name is Mario Percinich. And with me I have Jakob Rosin. Hello. And some new voices came along in our team. Uh, finally, some, some girl power in our team, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tanya Kleut is uh, coming to us from the European Parliament. Hello.
0: Hello. Uh, So I'm very happy to participate in your podcast. Um, So my name is Tanya Kleut, as you said. Uh, I come from Croatia, but I live already for um, more than four years in Luxembourg. Uh, And my work is strictly related to accessibility, so I'm very happy that I can also contribute here um, at your podcast.
2: Cool. So you're also professional on this, uh, which is great. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm working on accessibility. And I'm blind, so this is also maybe important Mm -hmm. to say.
1: Yeah, for our podcast it is. So, yeah. Yes, we have... uh, lots of news for you to cover this time, as well as some short announcements, and the basically what we want to say is that uh, we are accepting also the guests for our podcast, so if you think that you are able to contribute with any kind of topics, or would like to uh, talk to us in the podcast, in the future's future episodes, you're free to contact us through our various contacting channels regarding the email which we have and the Twitter account. So, anything you like, you can contact us and then we will proceed further with uh, additional yeah. things can which we to set up. From there, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, what's, what's up with you guys have you got any cool gadgets over the christmas
0: i uh, had my uh sunu uh, watch or sunu gadget that was presented at your podcast and indeed i learned uh, about that gadget through your podcast so i'm very ah. happy to have it and uh, to use it uh now it's really cold so i'm not walking too much uh, but i'm really looking forward to that moment when i will um use it more outside but for the moment i'm using it mostly for checking the time mm-hmm. um and, it, and it's really awesome i think it's very very good product
2: i myself got a uh, pair of <clears throat> aftershocks uh headphones and they are bone conduction headphones so what it means it's um not like usual regular headphones they don't go in or on your ear they go in front of your ears so you can still hear very well uh, stuff which is going around you but also hear what the headphones are broadcasting to you and this is very helpful when walking outside Uh, you can hear what's around you but also can hear uh, for example your phone uh, (coughs) maybe gps instructions or um, or or a book or whatever you want to listen the, from there. Um, they're not good for music because they don't deliver too much, uh, so much bass or or other frequencies. But uh, for speech, they are perfect. I, I think uh, I really really love, love them.
1: Did you get the Trex Air or the? Yeah, Trax this is the Trex Air.
2: Um, they're Trax very the air, very okay. light and very nice looking mm-hmm. headphones too. That you you don't yeah. feel them if they're on when they're on your head.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. Um, because. Uh, We are using the Trex Titanium, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah... Personally, I when I since I got them, I don't know how I could live without them before. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> so, exactly. No, no, no,
0: it's really it's really practical because when you are using um, in the same time um, GPS application on your phone, you don't have to hold your phone in front of you and list, listen to it, but it can be in your pocket and you can listen it directly on, on your uh, headphones. So it's really really practical for us. And as you said, it's in front of your. Here, so the sound um, from from the headphones is not blocking other sounds, so you can still listen the transport and be safe outside.
1: Mm-hmm. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Um, have you played with these EQ settings? By the way, Jakob, you, you know that it's possible to change the EQ on the headset. Is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying if you if you press, uh, yeah, uh, that's why you might be surprised with the additional bass, which would come up okay if i press, didn't know that at all yeah if How do you do press you that? The, yeah if you press the uh two buttons on the right side so the volume yeah. up and down buttons in the same time oh. uh, then it will say eq changed and then the additional bass boost will really start kicking in okay
2: so try okay. to do uh, that let's let's finish this podcast really quickly i wanted to go and try already <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah yeah it's it it really works. I'm, okay, I'm, that's
2: interesting. I didn't know that I'm gonna go and uh, give it a go and try it out. Yeah
1: yeah. Because when you use them uh, as a as a flat, yeah. uh then you have very good speech uh but the for music it's not mm-hmm. so great. Once you enable this bass boost it's it's really working good. Okay. Yeah. That's a good tip, thank
2: you. Well we got Another a tip, tip. now. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> maybe maybe some people who are listening to us do not know that either.
1: Oh yeah. And um, I got myself um, a new phone. Oh, yeah. what phone did you get? It's, it's an Android phone from kind of unknown vendor. Um, it's from uh, one Chinese company. They'll, they're, they're called Kubot. It's uh, spelled as a C-U-B-E-O-T. And the model of the phone is called, believe it or not, King Kong 3 uh but why why did they call the king kong 3 because there was a king kong king kong 1 originally uh, when they launched uh why this phone is interesting well it's for for few things uh first the phone is uh, built for well kind of military use it's very very rugged okay, phone so okay okay bas- so basically you can uh throw it around and uh, it's able to stand out very well the the shock resistance uh the case itself of the phone is built uh very durable so from all sides of the phone you have like pr- protective things so mm-hmm. eventually what you don't need is any kind of protecting uh protective case for the phone because it's uh it's really does what it what it says uh and the manufacturers also say that it's possible to drop the phone for half an hour inside of, of the water and, and it will survive, uh, which is also great. I mean, if you spill something, uh, your drink or whatever over the phone, it will definitely survive. So that's that's also good. Um, another cool thing um, is the fact that the, con- that the phone comes with the, Total clean Android, so there are, there is no additional anything. Yes, editing. that's useful. There is none additional bloatware uh, on the phone. It comes originally with the Android 8.1 Oreo, which is uh, uh, still still very good, and we are waiting for the Android Nine, uh, which should be delivered well soon. Um, and the specs wise, it's really also very very good. It's got uh, the Octa core CPU on 2.5 gigahertz with uh, four gigs of RAM and 64 gigs of internal storage. Plus, uh, you can expand the storage with the SD card up to 256 gigs. So it's really good. Uh, it uses a it's a hybrid dual SIM phone. So uh, basically, if somebody wants to use two SIM cards, you can do that. Yeah, if you want like and,
2: two yeah. two numbers or something.
1: Yeah, um, but if you want to use dual SIMs, then you cannot use the SD card, so that's the thing. Um, another thing is the fact that the phone has unbelievable 6,000 milliampere. battery. Oh, wow. Battery. Crazy. <laughs> uh, I will tell you personally that I char- the last time I char- char- charged my phone was on Wednesday afternoon, and up until today i still have like 35 percent. so it's crazy uh, it, it's really crazy
0: and today is sunday i don't know uh, Today is sunday
1: so yeah, uh, the, yeah eventually like four and a half days uh without charging it's man it's it's really it's really <laughs> awesome That's cool. um yeah the, the the only downside of of all of everything what i said is that the phone is a bit heavy mm-hmm. um yeah it has so, to be with all this
2: uh right. protections
1: and, and all it, that it's uh, it's about 300 grams, so it is much much heavier than the rest of the phones. But when you consider all the features, it has. Yeah, I don't care. of course. It's it's really good, and though it's a mono, it has a mo- one speaker, but the the sound is really not bad. So um, yeah, the everything is uh, nice and shiny. You have also bunch of uh, various sensors, including the uh, gyroscope. And the Uh uh, compass and the compass sensor, and it has and it's using also the built-in GPS GLONASS. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, by the by the chipset, it's already ready for the Galileo once it becomes
2: yeah once it
1: once it once it goes live yeah. Yeah. So, and I can tell you that I notice a huge difference, for example, in the GPS performance because it has this uh, additional GPS model. Uh, I noticed that uh, when I'm using now the GPS apps the amount of, inf- of information which I'm receiving is much faster okay and uh, yeah and I can say that uh, the Talkback, back which is like the main uh, Android screen reader really flies on on the on mm. the phone so it's it's really really good. I'm I'm really happy with, it, <laughs> with the gadget that is and great the price wise it's it's really good uh, I mean, people who wants to get it, they can get it get get the phone for about, uh, two hundred twenty up to two two thirty euros. Mm-hmm. So it's really not bad for this kind of performances.
2: Of course not. That's uh, that's actually quite interesting. Also, when you like uh, walk around a lot, it's it's good to have like a tough tough device with you.
1: Sure. Yeah. Especially also when you when you're a musician and play you're playing a bunch of gigs and stuff. It's uh. Yeah. yeah. You never know when where your phone will end. Who <laughs> will yes. steal the, steal the beer? So yeah, this is good.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, go and get King Kong three.
2: <laughs> I love the name.
1: Yeah. I really uh, do. It's it's really nice, and uh, uh, actually, yeah, it's everything is accessible since the beginning. You can enable talkback on your own and. Uh, everything is working fine, so that's great. All right. So after a short gadget briefing at the beginning, <laughs> let's jump jump into the news sections. Sure, let's do that. So apparently, this year started with uh, one of the biggest electronic conference in the world called CES. Uh, Tanya, I know you have something to say about it, and Jakob, you also have uh, an additional show which is uh, running in Estonia about technology, so you two can tell us something, what's going on at the CES?
0: Okay, so the CES 2019 uh, is um, the consumer uh, electronic show that is held uh, in Las Vegas um, for three days um, at the beginning of January. Each year, and it is one of the most influential um, technology events, um, and it's really interesting to see what what they can um, expose from um, from accessibility products. Uh, so um, it it would be impossible to to mention all of them because it's enormous, apparently, and I think it would be really nice also to see. Uh, the products there directly, but we are not so close, so one of the products is WeWalk. It is um, a device that you attach to your white stick and it gives the vibration signals when you are encountering an obstacle through uh-huh. an ultrasonic uh, uh, sonar. And I think it would be really interesting to compare it with our um Suno. Sort of, yeah, of course. Yes. Yes, because it can also be connected uh, to the um, uh, application on your smartphone, uh-huh. and then it gives you more details, so it can give you also uh, the directions, uh, it has also compass, so it, it has much more possibilities when it is connected to your application. So I think it would be really interesting to see in a way if it is more practical or uh, what are the differences. Um, comparing to Sunu, which uh, one thing I can already think about is that when you have Sunu on your van, on you. uh, uh, yes, so um, you cannot hold anything in yeah. your hand, because if you're holding, then it's not uh, checking in front of you uh, mm. as it should. So maybe in these cases, the other device would be more practical, but it would be interesting to see it and then to compare it um, so this is one one of the devices. Um, I don't know uh, if Jakob you had the um, um, same device to present. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. No, I, I don't actually. What, what what I wanted to talk about, Cess, though, is um, mm-hmm. this year's uh, great uh, advance in voice control devices. So mm-hmm. lots of them are now. I even saw like a kitchen uh, kitchen tap which you can get and it works with uh, your Alexa or Google, uh, so you can tell your uh, Google uh, assistant like, okay Google, um, like can you turn on the tap for, and and make it like okay maybe like a, a half a liter of warm water and it knows and it uh, you know turns on the tap oh for you half mean a you mean
1: you mean yeah it's it's the it's the kettle for cooking like the, key, the tea or coffee or stuff like that
2: no 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 it's a it's an actual uh, kitchen tap where where you get your like a sink where you get your water oh okay from. Oh wow! (laughs) They 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 connected that to internet for some reason, and there is also a shower which uh, can be controlled now um, via the uh, voice assistants. But I think it's a good thing for for lots of people because there are okay. They they, some of the things might sound silly, but the more and more we get those voice control systems, it's um, beginning to you know um, voice is very accessible for us. So I think it's 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 a good thing that uh, lots of things universally become accessible.
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, And we never know in which situation it can come really practical uh, in a sense that it is also for accessibility, not only um, different way of accessing
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um, uh, something shower, for example, but uh, it can be really, really, well, practical for different reasons. I think I read also that they presented like a smart uh, toothbrush, uh, meaning that uh, it can uh, tell you if you didn't clean well a part of Uh uh, your teeth. So it's incredible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, where it goes, the smart technology Mm -hmm. today.
1: That is brilliant, indeed. Oh, yeah. They also presented presented the smart toilets. Believe it or not. Yeah, I think they <laughs> did.
0: <laughs> yeah, wow. Well.
1: What well, though? I don't see uh, the use of that. But okay, maybe um, eventually I read that it's really expensive. That like this this yeah. this toilet is like seven grand. So
2: maybe at like... some point you cannot go to the toilet because the toilet is downloading a software update at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> <It> doesn't work.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. The other gadget that I wanted to mention, uh, well, it's not for me, but it's for somebody who can see still something, but uh, uh, needs to check the site. So it's a vision check. Uh, It's a gadget that uh, can, um, so, well, you have it at home and uh, you can uh, identify um, any deterioration of your vision. So... um, you don't have to go to an uh, application, but you can check it at home. Uh, and in a sense, long-term, it would be much more cheaper, uh, more accurate for this, I don't know, because it can needs to be tested, but maybe in long-term, also more accurate. Uh, and it works also together with the smartphone. So okay. I think it's really interesting, yeah.
1: Yeah, it would be good if, if for example, if this... Um, the end results which you could get with this app could be directly connected with your medical doctor series, and yeah. then they could yes. send the results directly to the doctor and that would be, that would yes. be great.
0: Yeah, yes. that, that would be great. I think for that we will need some time. Yeah. And especially in Europe, it takes time to... Um, yeah, because it, it's, it's
2: heavily related to privacy and all that as well. So yes, I yeah. think it's true.
1: All right. Um, anything else that popped up? Yes, the, the yes,
0: absolutely. So Google uh, presented uh, a new feature uh, on the Google Assistant, which is interpreter mode. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, you can speak in your language uh, and Google will translate in another language so that you select beforehand. Uh, so real time. And it will be available in 27 languages very soon in the coming weeks on all Google Home Hub devices, meaning also uh, Google Home speakers and uh, displays. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think this is really fantastic because uh, you can translate real time uh, your conversation with another person. So
2: it's not not, uh, available yet, right?
0: No, I tried oh. it on my Google Home uh, speaker and it didn't work, but yeah. it, it was it was um, uh, they they said that it will be available in coming weeks so okay, I'm looking okay. really forward to so, when it will yeah, be available. You,
2: when you listen to this podcast already it's it's there.
0: <laughs> maybe yeah, but I checked it uh, like 30 minutes before starting to uh, record this podcast so uh, it was still not available on my uh, Google Home yes. speaker, yeah. but maybe, I don't know, somebody else is already updated. Or maybe,
2: uh, if you listen to this podcast in like five
1: years, you definitely do have it. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> that's, for, that's for
1: sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, eventually, uh, regarding the history of this feature, um, I know that this feature originally started uh, from the Pixel earbuds. Mm. Um, yes. So, uh, eventually, the when Pixel 2 was introduced, the Google, it came out with the additional Pixel earbuds, uh, which at the beginning were only able to do these kind of things, but eventually Google realized that, okay, we need to, we have the technology, we need to expand it to a bunch of other products and users, so eventually uh, I think what will happen is that we have to watch for the updates for the Google Assistant and Google Home apps. Yeah. And eventually, when we get the new updates, uh, these new features uh, for the interpreter will come along at some certain points. So that's that's good. We have to wait and and test when it. The, the good advice is that you know once you get the new updates, try to uh, test the the thing if it's there. So yeah, if it's mm-hmm. there, then uh, we have it. Indeed. But it's great. I mean, t- covering twenty-seven languages—it's is it's a lot. Quite good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And I'm 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 really wondering. I can't wait, <laughs> I can't wait to to try and test it to see, you know, how it will work in various various languages because. Yes. Uh, I can see, for example, that the Google Translate uh, is hugely improving in the in the in the like big big languages. Like, for example. The translation from I don't know, let's say German to French or from French to English and vice versa, it's it's becoming really better and better. Uh, it's right now it's almost uh, it's very difficult to distinguish to dis- distinguish if the human translated that or whether it's uh, yeah uh, machine sure it translation. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the other languages, for example, uh, I can say that. Google Translate also provides the service in, in Luxembourgish, but since Luxembourg is really small as a country, the probably the amount of people who are working on it it's uh, much less. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not it's not that accurate. But okay, I mean, time will tell. And it's getting it's, it's getting better
2: every day, and the more and yeah. more people
1: use it, it's it's improving. Absolutely. So okay, so the next thing after the CES, what do we have?
0: In December, uh, there was the European Accessibility City Award for 2019. And the awarded city is Breda. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's in Netherlands. Uh, so probably I'm not pronouncing it correctly. And it was, well, awarded for the European Access. City 2019. So uh, parks, stores, transport, public transport are accessible to persons with disabilities. Um, And I think it's nice and inspiring for other cities as well. Um, So uh, have you ever been guys to this city or what is the state of accessibility in your cities?
1: Well, I was not there because I, I used to go to Netherlands for a few times, but I wasn't in Breda.
0: It so would be interesting I, I if say. somebody is from. Somebody there. Is,
1: yeah, if somebody is listening to us from there, uh, yeah, give us a sh- give us a shout, and tell us if uh, the information which we are yeah. broadcasting yeah. here is true right. or not.
2: Yeah. Uh, now I have been either, but um, uh, the accessibility state in our uh, city isn't. Uh, um, not too good um, for example uh, you very rarely get um, traffic lights with, uh, with sound or oh. you get um, the, the when, when they build new roads they put the tactile payment there but the, they, they don't sort of put it in a weird way so you might miss it and mm-hmm. uh, now it's winter, and we, we are having a very heavy snow, and um, and they are not cleaning um, it uh, quick enough. So you cannot just uh, tell whether you are walking on a pavement or, or walking on a on a grass or something. So it's 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 quite uh, bad. So we are not probably getting this award uh, so soon.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, I have to say not... that regarding regarding the snow, I uh, when 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 it's becoming really snowy and the roads and everything is blocked. Yeah. Uh, well, for for blind person it's really difficult It's very to difficult. Walk around. I agree. Yeah.
0: It is. And what about the public transport?
2: Ours uh, doesn't talk too much. It just tells you the stops uh, where they're stopping at the moment but there's no way of knowing um, uh, what uh, bus line or, or, or tram or whatever arrived to the station at the moment so you have to ask people and they don't mm-hmm. expose it uh, publicly on, on the internet as well uh, accurately enough to make a, like an application. So, yeah, it's it's a bit weird and difficult.
0: Yeah. But have you ever tried to use um, uh, any GPS application to identify on which uh, station you are? Like uh, Lazarillo?
2: Yes, I've used uh, different uh, GPS applications. Uh, so that helps me to know that station, but it doesn't uh, help mm-hmm. me with knowing what number line it arrived. So I yeah, know yeah, what course. True, line yeah. to take. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's a pity. Uh, here in Luxembourg, I think well the state is not so representable still Mm -hmm. but uh, it's moving in the right direction because uh, we can hear more and more buses that are starting to announce the bus stations Mm -hmm. uh, which is good before it was only in the center on some lines now it's uh, also coming outside from the center and also the trains are mostly talking mm-hmm. which is good uh, and also uh, on some new constructions because um, we got uh, in Luxembourg our first uh, tramway in December two thousand seventeen okay. <laughs> and is expanding uh, each month so with a new tram station uh, and it's this is really uh, um, uh, an example of um, uh, universal design, meaning that it is accessible for a person in wheelchairs, so you don't have any uh, step to enter in the tram. Uh, there are tactile lines to indicate where the door will be when the tram stops, and it, all, it also announced uh, the, tram, the tram station uh, on which it's, uh, the tramway stops. So it's really, really good, uh, well done. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is on new construction so... Um, other constructions, well, other other bus stations or uh, buses are still not speaking. So um, you need to ask uh, which bus arrives, uh, as you say, um, and so you need to rely on other people. But uh, I believe that it isn't going in the right direction, at least for the new constructions.
1: Oh yeah, um, the only the only kind of uh, dangerous thing about this public transport is the fact that uh, we... I I used to have a chance of riding with the electric bus. Um, We have a... We have... The electric bus is going on a few lines. And... Man, I, I... Personally, I'm really a huge fan of the electric vehicles, but on the other hand, they're so quiet that... I mean, it's... Even when the bus is coming, you hear it's like... Half meter before it comes to you. Yeah. So, if it's, if it any, if in any case it's it's uh, driving fast, well, boy, it's it, it can be dangerous. Yeah, it, that 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 really can be dangerous. So, uh, yeah, um, we need to see what will come up with the new directives and the uh, mm, and the and the stuff for the electric vehicles and the accessibility of them of those because they. They really need to make some kind of noise because otherwise, yeah, for us it's it's really difficult. Indeed, I agree. Um, that's that's that's
2: the point. And when there is loud traffic, you cannot hear it arriving as well. It's it's uh, it's, no it's way. very hard.
1: No way.
0: Yeah, and and when it's uh, raining, also you hear yeah. less. Yeah. So it's different than also.
2: It's easier now to actually know what money you have in your hand because there is a new application um, which is called a cash Reader for Android and um, iOS, and it helps you to identify um, different uh, currencies. They have uh, the world's largest uh, selection, at least they say, um, of different currencies, so uh, you can identify it by just showing your phone the currency, and it either tells you, or if you're in loud situations, then um, it just vibrates at you the Amount. I haven't tried it personally yet, but I think it's been good that another um, app is there out there to do that uh, because um, yeah, it's sometimes quite hard to identify money. And um, I'm, I'm I'm I have I have recently gone mostly cashless. I, I try to avoid using cash as much as possible, and it's, it's quite good. Um, but occasionally you still have to do that, and then uh, I think that's that's going to be very helpful. <laughs>
0: Yes, I tried it myself on my iPhone uh, and it's working really well. Um, I tried it with Croatian Kunas because until now I didn't have any application to recognize Kunas. So it was uh, difficult for me uh, even more because as I'm not living in Croatia already for some time, I'm not so used uh, to touch um, daily this uh, uh, notes uh, so I, after some time I forget so uh, it was working really well um, it's uh, recognized um, very quickly in one to two seconds uh, the note uh, and it told me the, the correct the correct note that I had in front. Amounts,
1: yeah in yeah front. The, uh, the only difference I mean the one of the very good advantages of this app is that that once you install it you don't need to be online uh, to recognize the money, and that's one of the things why it's able to recognize the money so fast. Uh, so it's not going online to check which which amount do you have, but mm-hmm. it's it stores everything in the phone, and then you don't need to f- internet connection, which is in some in some circumstances yes, it can be it can yeah. be really helpful. Yeah. Um, and the other thing regarding the Android version of the app. Um, it's currently in development, so it's not out yet. But uh, I already talked to the developer for for Android, and we might see the first beta betas in about a month. So um, we we have to wait for a few more weeks. But I'm sure that uh, it will be as as good as the version for the iOS. So that's that's really good. So the short topic for the next few minutes will be. Braille, and uh, Braille for, for us who are blind is uh, something that's really crucial. Though, um, in the last few years, we are seeing kind of statistics which are showing that uh, less and less people are using Braille who are blind. But uh, really, I have to say, if you, if you really want to be a professional person and you want to work in the everyday environment, uh, you need to know how to write and read. Indeed. and. Uh, and Braille for us is the crucial point, so uh, this year was a 200th anniversary of the Louis, Louis Braille birthday, and it's also um, uh, World Braille Day, it was uh, on the 4th of January this year, so um, basically what... Um, I can say is that okay we, we've all went through the education and uh, through our, our education probably most of us first used the Perkins Brailler and yes. Slate and stylus and <laughs> stuff huh. like that uh, but you know we you jump like 20-30 years ahead uh, and you're exposed with with a bunch of Braille technology which on one side is really useful but very expensive But what we can see, and this is very, very, I'm very glad to see this kind of thing, is that we are finally starting to see the new Braille products, uh, which are becoming available for, let's say, most of the people. Because, for example, now the Orbit Reader finally uh, is on sale. Uh, you are able to order it, and it costs for about uh, four or five hundred dollars. Um, the same thing uh, was just announced a few days ago, and the new Braille device is called uh, Canute. Yes. And basically, uh, what is Canute? Canute is a kind of a well, Braille i would say they call it like a braille kindle mm-hmm. um why why they call it braille kindle well because it's uh display it's 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 a device which is able to display the full page content at once at once mm-hmm. uh so you have like a, I think it's it's able to um display like nine lines of the text at once with the uh, 40 characters which is really good. So instead of penning the display every twenty seconds, you you can read something for a minute or two or three, yeah. depending how fast you read, and then you 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 pen the display again and you read the content. So uh, and eventually the the display itself is also able to connect with uh, all the screen readers, but it can also be used as a note taker and uh, and the book reader, which are in the electronic. Uh, braille format, so you're able to pop the SD card inside and uh, mm-hmm. use the stuff uh, and read read the books this way. And I think this is really really good because uh, uh, the price-wise, uh, the device will be also around I don't know four hundred pounds or so. Uh, so it's really not that much. We we are seeing we are starting to see the price droppings in in the braille gadgets, and that's that's really good um and what do, what do you know
0: what, what do you know if um, the device will be able to present like mathematical equations you know where the space is also important and where um on the regular uh, braille display that we still have uh, with mm-hmm. one single line it is not possible to uh, present uh, it's one under the other uh, so do you think it would be possible? Well, it, it should be, but it should, if yeah, they foresee in,
1: that, yeah, in, in theory, it should be possible. I haven't seen the device yet. Uh, maybe the Canute uh, makers will come at us this, this year, Side City. So if uh, I will have a chance of going there, if if they will be there, yeah, I I might drop a few minutes there to to, yeah. ch- to check it out check because it I'm out. really interesting uh i see multiple things where it it might be used uh, since it's able to display multiple things at once it could be also used for uh, some uh simpler uh pie charts and graphical explanations and uh all all sorts of things so uh yeah i think that uh you know the technology is coming along we just uh, need to test it and and see what's going on i, I know that certain um devices uh, also in production from the uh, orbit research company that produced the orbit reader20 they are they are also producing similar kind of uh, display which is able to uh, to display the the graphics and the pictures um, so basically you would just like load the picture on the device and uh, it would be representing the the picture in the braille formation but it would also be a, it's also able to detect like various kind of uh, color changes oh, and, okay
2: uh, even and stuff even like that because yeah.
1: yeah because for example I don't know if something is uh, red then this red part would be more uh, raised and if something would be I don't know let's say black or something which is more darker, then uh, the dots would be not so raised so much, but you would still be able to feel something. So, um, I mean, we are talking about the tech which is pretty much new and, uh, and it's still being in development, but it's really good that these kind of things are coming along. And the most important detail about it is is that um, all, of this, uh, all of this stuff which are, we are talking right now will be not expensive. So we're not talking like ten thousands of euros, uh, which is really good. So uh, once these kind of things become available, um, we just need to see the expansion of these kind of devices to the mm-hmm. uh, educational institutions and stuff like that. But it's, it, yeah, it's it's coming along. So that's good. Oh, it sounds really, very interesting. So... Coming to the end of the podcast, mm-hmm. but before we finish, we have two more short announcements from the uh, accessibility industry. Um, Tanya, you have something for us for the uh, from the of p- accessibility professionals, I guess.
0: So, uh, in the month of December, there was the accessibility project called Twenty Four Accessibility Gifts and Sharing. Uh, Meaning that um, accessibility experts uh, were sharing during 24 days of December uh, different recommendations for accessibility. Uh, So, some of the topics were ARIA 1.1, commenting some of the most useful ARIA attributes or CAPTCHA. Um, so and other topics related to accessibility so if anybody is interested more uh, in those topics uh, you can access it uh, through uh, our show notes in our show notes
1: yeah so definitely yeah. check out the ch- definitely check out yeah. the show notes where we will have the link for the um, 24 accessibility uh, event which was uh, done through December basically, from what I understood, it's like it was like sharing the the, the tips, like the daily yeah, tips different. for yes for for improvements in the in the digital accessibility, mm. and uh, the tips were done by the different uh, people who are coming from the industry. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. That's that's really cool to to share it, and we will share those. Uh, And the last announcement for today uh, is also coming. uh, I heard that some standards are being updated. updated.
0: Yes. Yeah. So the European standards on on procurement uh, of accessible products and services uh, was updated and harmonized with the web directive. uh, And it is available on Eurlex page. So, for all those who are working in public procurement or in policy, they, they can have more information on the Eurolex website. That will be also in our show notes.
1: All right. Okay. That's good. Um, all right. I guess our, podcast, our podcast came to the end. Yes. And, uh, uh, guys, thank you very much for... Uh, being here. Sure, no problem. Thank you. Yeah. Um We will come back next month, for sure. And uh, if you have any suggestions, recommendations, or if you didn't like something, whatever, you can drop us uh, a note on our email and also on our Twitter. Everything will be in our show notes. So... um until next time. Hex. have a good. have a good. <laughs> have a good one. yes. And get some new gadgets, of course. <laughs> yes. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening. This has been
2: EBU Access cast. Access cast.